Welcome to Hack the Dino Gaming Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Rosenthal, the self-proclaimed, uh, I usually come up with something here, um, dude. The self-proclaimed dude. Here I am, sitting here on the couch with my butt. Uh, joining me is not Floppy. You may what? have heard him. What? What are you talking about? Floppy's totally here. Uh, you may have heard him talking over the intro. Uh, <laughs> you may have you may have heard him. Uh, 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 it's Anto, our social media guru. Hello. Uh, hi, Anto. Why are you here? Um, I don't know. You're supposed to tell me what happened to Floppy because I have no idea. Yeah. So usually, look, <laughs> uh, I have to be a little bit serious. Um, usually, I, I make a bit of a joke about how Floppy has explosive diarrhea, um, and that you know he, he's not here because he, he's just pooping out all his intestines um so all right clearly i'm being silly clearly that that's not it um floppy isn't here because he has diarrhea of the pee hole um so it's not actually out the butt it's out it's out the front and it's just it's coming out with such a force he's just flying around the room like that because it's just streaming out like a jet yeah, it's like that scene in uh, The Martian where yep. he punches a hole in his glove and flies around in space, except Floppy's doing it from the wang. That's right. So, uh, yes, Diapia, uh, as uh, Michael Towns in the live chat is talking about. But we've also got our Millennial Falcon, Brayden Dixon here. Hello. What's going on, Bri 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 Brave Man? Yep. Braydan. Brave yep. Man. Nailed it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Excellent job with that one. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to talk about... Video games. Video games. But if you would like to see what else we get up to, you can head on over to hackthedino.com. Uh, there you can find all our social stuff. You can find our links to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino or youtube.com backslash hackthedino. Um, all the, all the, all the oxen free. I got stuck Disney. in a loop then. Uh, anyway, uh, go to hackthedino.com, catch all our stuff, podcasts, blah, blah, blah. My God, this has been an awful intro. <gasps> Let's jump straight into Dylan's, other things. Dylan's apologizing to Brayden. I have a feeling he's chosen a bunch of songs that he knows I'm going to get. Oh, <laughs> most certainly, yes. But, but, I do have to have a reminder to you all. Head on over to bit.ly backslash 2021 dino so you can vote in the end of year awards. That's right, the Hack the Dino end of year awards are coming your way and you get to vote in them in such categories such as game of the year, most graphics, what point did blue points screw up, favorite presenter, which I'm losing rather badly at the moment. Thanks, guys. And gals and everyone in between. Do I count as a presenter even though I've only done it twice? Oh, well, people have voted for you, so oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's cool. Uh, so bit.ly <laughs> backslash 2021 dino. They can see it in the live Twitch chat right now. Be sure to head over there. Vote. Um, my ego really needs boosting. I know, believe it or not, it just needs a little bit of a... Floppy's kicking everyone's butt, basically. But there is a section where you can vote for you. Yes, but. you, the viewer. Alright, uh, what have we been playing? Because Floppy's not here, he wanted to point out that he'd finished Gris. Uh, Gris. Uh, Little Hope. I don't know what that is. That's the Man of Medan sequel. Oh, ah, yeah. right. Yeah, you Dark talked about pictures. that last show. Yeah, I think it's cool. And he's played more Guardians. Um, Brayden, you've said you've actually played something. I have actually played something for once, and I'm very excited to get my hands on Guardians at some point. Right. Once I'm actually done with uni work. Um, but I have been playing a little game that some people might recognize the second it appears on the screen because it has quite a, um, unique visual style. Oh. Um, and that is Return of the Obra Dinn. Yes, Brayden. Hey. Yes. So Michaela and I, uh, sat down and we played, oh, apparently YouTube didn't want to play it, but, uh, we played it. Um, we did, uh, quite terribly. Apparently our internet is just not having it. On no, YouTube no, it's today, not. Which is weird. But um, it is such a good game and is on such a whole nother level compared to where Michaela and I were at with it. <laughs> and uh, when it got to the end of it, um, because at the end of it, the guy, like, you, you, once you find all the things that you need to find, and the guy's like, hey, uh, like, you can come down now. And Michaela and I were like, oh, okay, this must be the next part of the story. No spoilers, Braden. Um, don't hop in the boat if you're not done. 
That's all I'll say. <laughs> Don't hop on the boat if you're not done, because uh, Mikhail and I did, thinking it was going to continue the story, and it just the, the the game ended, and it said you did terribly. And we were like, <laughs> oh shit, damn it, we we screwed it up. So then it does let you go back and you know like go to just before you hopped on the boat, so you can continue trying to solve all the stuff. But uh, it is an absurdly good game. It's great, isn't it? Oh. I've got this on the Switch. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, we played it on Switch. Um, and it is just... It's it's a stellar game. And we 100% get why people raved about it so much. Um, because, like, it's tough. But when you do get something, the sheer joy that you get once you've got something correct is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and- a puzzle game, but a really... A uh, strong narrative to go along yeah. with it, and a narrative that slowly revealed as you solve the puzzles. Yeah, oh. the reveals in this game mm. are next level. Like, I, like we're only playing the very, very start of the game because there are massive spoilers, and you don't want those reveals ruined for you. So, if you haven't had this game ruined for you yet, like, go pick it up. It's and the fact you've got that awesome. book as well, and you are physically flipping through it to find out where it goes, the and putting is, that name to that face, and I, I, I know excellent. that name. And, like, there's so many little things that you can find. Like, oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's, it, it's, it's excellent. It's mm. excellent. It's a, it's, a, it's a very, very well-made game. Lucas Pope crushed it. I liked Papers, Please. And uh, he... Oh, it's done by the guy who did Papers, Please? Yeah. That's so yep. good. And uh, it is just excellent. So, for Game Boy Dad in the chat, uh, the game is called Return to Obradin. Return of the Obradin. Of the Obradin, sorry. You play an insurance man. You do play an insurance man. But he's I... a detective. Um, I was 100% convinced when you first put up the footage that it was like a glitchy video of the old <laughs> point-and-click Titanic game on oh PC. Oh, my God. So, Anto... Uh, but, yeah, also, we also didn't play oh. it in the normal Macintosh setting. Oh, you didn't? We actually played it in one of the other ones because we found that it was a bit nicer on the eyes, especially on the Switch. Um, that might also just be our, um, our young take because we didn't play games back when they used to look like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. We most certainly did not play it in that color, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really good. It's really, really oh, damn so good. that's so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. That's a convincing, I'm going to go pick and that up now. was on special last week, I think. So if you've got a time machine, be sure to head back and uh, grab that for cheaper. It'll be on, just favorite, it'll come on again. Yeah. Anto, what have you been playing? Um, well, true to form, um, not a whole lot. <laughs> good um that's not true to form i play a lot of games um but this week i've mainly been playing clone hero um doing a little bit of streaming just what cause... is clone hero uh so it's an uh, it's a reverse engineered um guitar hero i guess clone mm-hmm. um which thanks to massive massive fan input and development has every guitar hero licensed release song library including all dlc available for free wow uh, it was probably some sort of grey area. No, I'm sure it's fine. There. No, that's not um, a problem. Yeah, it's essentially frets on fire, but better um, because it has proper Guitar Hero controller support if you have the right adapters or Bluetooth settings um, and a Wii remote. Uh, it's just it's a good time. Um, yeah, can, so I spend a lot of time doing this. Can you it's put free? it free? Yeah, can you put in your own songs? Yep. Like, do people like? Because one that I've always wanted to do is um, you've got the touch from the Transformers animated film. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I really want to play that because I reckon that'd be a really good uh, Guitar Hero song to rock out to. I actually played, um, the first time I streamed this, I played the theme from the original Transformers movie. Nice. That's available on there as well. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's what I mainly have been up to. Um, so on PC? Yeah, PC, Mac, and if you're meticulous enough android 615 songs look at Brayden. Oh. he's this celebrating is, yeah this is great i i loved guitar hero back in the day so yeah i've been playing a heck of a lot of this um i've noticed when i don't play it for months at a time i get better at it um so that's always fun uh, i've got i think 3600 odd songs to play Damn. on it so yeah um but apart from this um i played a little bit of halo infinite because uh, the multiplayer released early as part of the um, 20th anniversary. Yep, that was so fun watching that because I watched. I was watching the rumor boards come out mm. over on Reddit, and they were starting to leak all these things like, "Oh, this yeah. is happening. This is happening." You could see it in real time. Yeah, them getting all the information. Then it dropped, and ah, oh, that that was great. Uh, what do you think so far? Um, I won my first few matches, so mm. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is great." I I remember how to play Halo, uh, and then I got destroyed consistently for about four hours. Once the sweaty tryhards found out that it was alive and. 
the really? people who used to play Halo professionally or like a lot came online. Um, it's still really, really good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fast paced. It's really, it captures the spirit of Halo 2 and 3 multiplayer, uh, but kind of doesn't at the same time because it's much faster paced in my opinion. Um, it just, it feels like Halo just quicker. Um, and I don't know if that's something that a lot of people will adjust to or... Surely they will. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a little bit harder for uh, obviously non-keyboard and mouse players. Very much so. Um, I mean, it's already the most played and most downloaded Xbox title on Steam. Yep. And it did that in under 24 hours. So it's doing well. Um, and when the campaign comes out, I'm sure it'll do even better. But yeah, it's just a really, really good time. Um, it's fun. There's not really much else to say. It's Halo, but more. Mm. That's oh, pretty that, much that's it. That's pretty good. Halo, but more. Yeah. That's um, a box quote. <laughs> the box quote. Halo, but more. I mean, infinite, you know. Um, yeah, other than that, we started playing Breath of the Wild again. Um, Coda and I, my partner, decided we would give it another shot because we've finished it multiple, multiple times. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Switch over to the Japanese subtitles. Uh, Japanese audio. Uh, we could so do. much better. We could so do. much better acting. Just put the subtitles off, especially if you finished it. Hearing the um the the Japanese voice actors mm. go through it, uh, it's just more complete, emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's so like um the Japanese audio for Crisis Core Final Fantasy Seven. Is is this so isn't better. Breath of the Wild. Where's this? Yeah, this is, is some. This is some like fan made. Yeah, I was gonna say mod. that that's not the Switch. No, it's some fan made eight K mod. Because that's the longer. lost. That'd be the, the deep, Yeah, yeah, and that does not run that smoothly. No, no, it does not. Nor look that pretty. Uh yeah. Oh, you having fun with that? Yeah, um, again, you know, we finished it a couple of times. Coda's 100%ed the thing yep. uh, previously. Even the Koroks? Uh, not the Koroks, That's no. That's not 100% then? Uh, temples, shrines, whatever you want to call them. That's not 100%. Okay, fine, 95%. She needs the golden poop. <laughs> she doesn't need the golden poop. You need to get the golden poop. <laughs> That's why we decided we didn't want to do that. No, that's what Floppy's got. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. coming out of his way. Out the front. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. The golden poop. Um, and yeah, apart from Breath of the Wild, the other stuff I've been doing is Stardew Valley. Ah, um, yes because it is super wholesome and I find it's actually easier to get into and play and sink time into than Animal Crossing, which might be controversial. Have you played the DLC? I haven't um, because when I got my Switch OLED, um, I forgot about the whole island transfer process and because I traded in my original Switch. Oh no. I lost my island and all my time and all my stuff and all my money. Oh no. So I started again. Oh no. (laughs) And... I haven't had the will to get past the first week and get the museum and do all that stuff again. Uh, so just I just haven't travel. gone back to it. Just time travel. Screw yeah, it. I'm, I'm going. Why not? But um, yeah, Stardew Valley is just, it's my go-to happy place as far as a video game is concerned. Um, it's everything Animal Crossing is, but 2D and pixely, which I think I prefer. Mm. Um, and it's just so much to do. And you can chew through so many in-game days so quickly that it's just, you feel like you're making a lot more progress. Mm. Um, even though it's not really a game about making progress, you know, it's just about farming, farming. and living the easy country life, which is great. But yeah, well, um, I've actually had time to play games yeah. as well. Uh, so I uh, was very excited and jumped into Unpacking, which I'm, is on... I'm very excited to hear about this. Xbox uh, Game Pass. This game is freaking wonderful. Like, just an amazing... So for those of you on the podcast who are listening who may not have uh, been aware of what Unpacking is, it's very much what it sounds like. You have moved into a house, you get a a view of the room, and you are unpacking boxes and putting things where they belong in the room. And uh, once you've finished unpacking, um, you move on to the next segment in your life. So it starts off as a a small child moving out into a a home. So you've got toys everywhere. Then the next one, I believe, is you're moving into a bigger home. So you're putting uh, lots of... uh, different room you got different stuff that needs to go in different rooms uh then you go progress onto you've moved out into a share house in college and the story progresses with each level because each level is a different house that you have to unpack and repack um you can do things like uh put um uh drawers you can set up the drawers anywhere you want basically anything you want to put anywhere can go there um but then if you put something that doesn't belong in there uh, in that room. So for example, if you put a radio in the bathtub, uh, after you've unpacked everything, that'll have a red outline on it. And then you have to scroll through the houses and find out where to put it. That's kind of cool. Um, and then I think, I think the score that you get on the end is uh, based on how uh, aesthetically pleasing 
your uh, your room is. That's so good. Uh, and it, whether you got everything sort of like in the right spot to start off with. Um, yeah, sorry for anyone who's listening on the podcast and and likes ASMR I'm drinking. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you just got a got an earful of uh, wet. I needed some water. I'm sorry. An earful. An of earful wet. of wet. An earful of wet. <laughs> Pack God. the dino. Uh, so this game's wonderful. Braden, have you played it? No, I haven't yet. I'm very excited to play it though because you, you it need looks to. beautiful. Uh, the music as well is fantastic. Like I really recommend anyone who like it's available on all platforms, uh, but it's free on Xbox Game Pass. If you've got Game Pass, get it, play it. It's just a very chilled, relaxing game. Uh, yeah, a lot it of fun. Easy to play with a controller. Yeah, super easy. Cool. Super easy. Super That's intuitive. my only concern about playing on console. Like I would imagine the Switch maybe has touchscreen controls. But uh, not from memory. Well, I didn't play it on that. I don't know if I would want touchscreen controls. I feel like I would very much like the control of a yeah. controller because you want to manage the little tiny little little like move That's it over by point. like one little square. That's like, the thing. You can do that with this. I'm like so the excited. hit boxes are so small. Yeah. You can literally put it anywhere. Like I was just watching this gameplay here. Like you're watching people like they're moving it like the teeniest bit so they can fit a little bit more in there and a little bit more in there. Yeah, it's great. And you can just set it up however you want. Wonderful game. So. Uh, I've also jumped into the Animal Crossing DLC. Uh, so the free stuff as well as the Happy Homemaker extension that they put on. Um, yeah, and I'm back into Animal Crossing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just is gone. so much fun. Just relaxing. So the basic premise is you get a job and you go to an island, uh, a resort, and it's just this uh, island made up of lots and lots of little islands. And there's uh, different characters who go there and you go and talk to them. And they go, oh, I really like flowers. I'd wish I had a holiday home with flowers. So then you take them to a uh, specific island and then you can fit out the place. You've got everything there. They give you, it's basically fed to you all the things that they want in order to be happy. So if you like flowers, I have like a flower cart and I have this and all that. And then it's up to you just to put out. Uh, design their front and design inside the house as well as the front of the house, as well as change the look of the house. And, you know, there's very, very small requirements. Like each character might want only three things that which are already there. And then you can just do whatever you want, go wild with it. But then uh, you use the photos to take photos of the house to keep as a record. Um, you, you earn money and get items from the shop as well in order to uh, uh, take things back to your own island. Uh, then as you progress along, there's empty buildings near the main area and it turns out to be a school so you have to build a school um <laughs> i was playing last night uh and Did i should have got laugh at that comment i should have got no no <laughs> and i should have got uh this these pictures and and shared it with you everyone but i'll just describe it uh i, I sent it to my daughter because she was at her mom's house last night when i was playing it i uh, came up to this pompous lion who was on the beach and just wanted to see uh, what type of house that they wanted. They usually have one keyword. Mm. So flowers or, or um, you know, sports or something like that. Came up to this dude and he just goes, oh, gee, I really wish I had a house full of toilets. That's a very specific and request. Went, okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's, let's do the toilet house. So I put him on a little island. And this pompous line sat there while I proceeded to get the gold toilet and put it in the middle of the room, surrounded by squat toilets and other toilets with a chandelier <laughs> above it and a water fountain behind it. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, and then seashell sit ups. And then outside, I put lots of portaloos oh everywhere. Oh my god. He loved it. His pompous ass line loved it. Brad, I'll get, boot it up afterwards and show you yep. because Perfect. my toilet island is fantastic. That's that's wonderful, Ben. That's wonderful. Good for you. Type of place that Floppy could use. Uh, so yeah, I really like this. Uh, the, the free stuff as well is like a huge expansion, but the DLC is easily worth the money. Easily worth the money. Even if you're not getting it uh, as part of the uh, Plus. Switch online expansion yeah. pack. Even if you're not getting it as that, uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, would, would highly recommend if you do have the Switch online expansion pack to get it because it's well worth a play. I'm trying to figure out how the family account stuff works so I can use it on three different switches. I'm pretty sure it's simple, but I oh, just you, haven't taken much time just to download, You it. just log in. Oh, cool. Just log in and download <laughs> it. And lastly, I've become obsessed with Pacross. Uh, at a uh, Two weeks ago, we went to a video game market. Yeah. And there was a very, very good condition was a very good copy condition. of uh, Mario Picross for the Game Boy, which I purchased for a lot of money. Um, but it was all right because I sold some of my Pokemon game doubles, so I had the money to spend. And I went, you know what? I'm just going to grab it. It was my Chrono Trigger money, but 
bugger it. Uh, so I started playing it, and I've become obsessed with it. So I played it there. Switch Online has the Super Nintendo uh, version. That's all in Japanese. So I've been playing it there as well. Then I booted up my old 3DS, and on the or oh, in the store is a free-to-play version of uh, Pokemon Picross. So I've just been playing that at any opportunity um, to, to <laughs> get in there. Sorry, Brayden's using my phone. Bray- Brayden is being a, a funny man for the podcast listeners. But yeah, Mario Picross, great game. Love it. I played Minesweeper a lot as a kid, um, and this is a, a friendlier version of it uh, that doesn't have your dad standing over your shoulder yelling at you because you're dumb. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Anto. Yes. Do you remember last show? We uh, we broke the news. First first people to break the news with leaks about a Warner Brothers multiverse game. I do remember this. Like a Smash Brothers clone. Yeah. And I Guess was... what? It's been confirmed. It's real. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually it's happening. Multiverses. And it was revealed so this morning as we record this. Um, first things first, Ultra Instinct Shaggy is 100% canon. <laughs> uh, they've even given him a backstory. And it's basically he finds a gem and eats it because he thought it was candy. And uh, it gives him special powers. So but he powers up like Goku. He yeah, it is, it is 150% Dragon Ball Z. Have a look. Uh, like, I've got a video there linked, Braden. Oh, you, you have a bit? Click on, the, uh, click on the little link there. We'll bring up footage of Shaggy going Ultra Instinct. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I, I enjoy the fact that they uh, catered to memes. I think Michael Towns is absolutely on point. Like, now that Smash is effectively finished development wise <laughs> just powering up these kinds of games are going to be the new Fortnite. they're going to be the new battle royale like craze now that smash isn't taking the spotlight well especially if you have heaps of ips like uh warner brothers have yeah um so a little bit of info it's free to play uh Arya stark is there for some reason from game of thrones yep there she is yep uh the voice cast is pretty cool they've got kevin conray coming back and voicing batman and john dimaggio is jake uh, the gameplay is focused on team battles, but has a solo player option. It's both cross-play and cross-progression. Uh, it has guilds and leaderboards. Dedicated servers from day one for the life of the game to cut down on lag. And it will run on netcode servers, which is apparently a big deal for fighting games. I don't know too much about it. I'm guessing that's meant to be rollback netcode. I don't know what that means. Effectively, this is a very poor description of it, and someone in the chat will probably be able to correct me, but rollback netcode is instead of the game using delay based where it takes account uh, takes into account how many frames of delay there are between inputs Mm -hmm. rollback netcode if it detects that something has gone squiffy rolls back to the previous state before that action has been taken right so it makes things more balanced and easier and it it's just less gross than any other kind of netcode. Okay. Especially for fighting games. So it's um, a big thing that they've decided to invest huge, in Huge, yeah. Like, really good. So they're um, really going for it. Yeah. They're really trying to... I mean, we've already seen that uh, Rick from Rick and Morty will probably be in it, and, mm. and Morty as well. We see Harley Quinn on, on screen here. As and, voiced by Tara Strong. Hey. Oh, well. Uh, and they've also announced that there's going to be skins and characters, and obviously, so it's a free-to-play game, so you get your basic roster, as we thought when we heard about it, and you obviously pay money for skins and pay money for characters. And yeah. it's not like the art style or the font look similar at all. To what? To Fortnite. What? I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, right oh, no, that no, that. Not that font. Look at that. No, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. <laughs> uh, it's uh, They mentioned esports as well a couple of times. So mm. obviously have big plans for this um, because I'm sure Smash, you know, if they're not going to upgrade it in a couple of years' time, that may be on its way out. We'll see. Smash um, is an interesting one because, like, development's done for Ultimate and Sakurai has said in interviews since development finished that, like, he's not sure Smash will ever be able to be done without him or if he'll be able to sort of not do it. He's correct. So if it happens, again, it's never going to be on the scale of Ultimate and people thinking it will be bigger and, you know, more inclusive cast-wise than Ultimate are probably going to set themselves up for huge disappointment. But, like, I would be absolutely happy with a toned-down roster of new characters or, like, redesigns of Mario, Link, Chuck, Waluigi, and their do-it-cowards. Yeah, just, I don't know. The success of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is probably why this came out. Because that's doing really, really well. Of course it is. Uh, so it's coming in 2022. 
Now, another quick news item here. I just um, want to very quickly jump in. Oh, sorry, Braden. To yes. add to the conversation from last week when we said uh, what Warner Brothers franchises we would like to see in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a quick look and I was like, I wonder what other like TV stuff um, Warner Brothers have. Um, and I will point out they have Police Academy, the series. Oh, fantastic. Braden, just before we do move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rumor. You know, how? who was your pick? That, who you wanted in this game? Oh, God. Who was it? It was Neo. Oh, was it? It was. Dude. Guess who's coming to Fortnite? Oh, really? Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. There's because a very the strong stuff? rumor. Yep. Did you see the new poster? <laughs> yep. That new poster looks sick. It yep. does. Yep. So very strong rumor that Neo's going to be in uh, Fortnite that's as cool. in next season. That's cool. Do you think he'll kill Naruto? Yes. I, I think that's why he's there. Snap his neck. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of snapping necks, Metal Gear Solid uh, has had all its digital... Game copies taken down. Uh, this was due to a rights issue uh, with the war footage that appears in a majority of the games. Wow. And because of this, prices have absolutely skyrocketed on all physical copies of, of the game. Of course. So one of us, me, is glad that he owns two or three copies of each and every game. Can I buy Twin Snakes from you? No, you cannot. Hmm. All right. It's this time, Braden. <laughs> ben is rich now. <laughs> Braden? Oh. Braden? <laughs> Brayden. Uh, okay. We finally oh got it. Oh my god. We finally got the image that we've all been after. Spider-Man coming to the Avengers game and I I think I can sum up all our thoughts by just saying Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. What the hell? Yep. Yep. So Spider-Man's one thing that, that you associate with him, uh, with, with his movement, um, is that he, he's fast, right? He's like, he's he jumps around. He, yeah. he, he's a speedball. Boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah, someone didn't tell Crystal Dynamics. No. Because he is moving like a turd. He, look, look how look slow how that slow is. is. The punching looks so bad. It's like, I, I have a feeling this was, some of it was mocap, and that's why it's so slow. And they I, didn't speed any of this up. I hate to burst your bubble. I do not think that no. at all. I think it's so slow and so poor because they don't want to set expectations too high by doing a nice cinematic for the trailer. And they just want to actually set expectations correctly for when people go to play the game. Because the gameplay they're just does gonna, not look yeah. like the cinematic. They're just going to pump it out and hope that people aren't too sad about it being bad. <laughs> like, that's a great image right on screen right now. Nah, this... Do you know the part I like? Is he fired at something and Spidey dodged it and it went boom straight past him and it revealed that it went where the, all the Avengers are standing. But you didn't see where that bolt landed. It wasn't in the truck directly behind nah, them. Why would they do that? Like, there's no continuity between the shots. And if they're mm. showing that in a trailer, yeah. uh, showing this brand new exclusive content. Um, anyway, I'll read, I'll read the mission brief for you. This is from the, the official blog. Even the mission brief sounds boring. Quote, Peter Parker uncovers AIM's new plan to acquire technology that could make their syntho- uh, synthoid army unstoppable and total do- domination inevitable. A previous tease of the new Spider-Man content in Avengers states, he must partner with the Avengers to stop the looming threat and forms a tentative friendship with Miss Marvel and Black Widow, Widow, Whittle. Whittle, Black Widow, uh, while keeping <laughs> his identity Widow. hidden. As a hero accustomed to working solo, he struggles with the new dynamics of working with a team. Will he join up full-time with the Avengers or stay independent in his fight against AIM? That is the laziest copy I've ever read for a game. I'm going to give you the biggest, biggest point of all that spiel they just did. We've done no new content for the game. <laughs> you are yep. just going to continue to fight AIM robots and AIM henchmen. Yep. That is it. There yep. is no new mission in this game. Nope. We put some new voice lines in there. Maybe. A little bit. Kind of. That's it. I think Game Boy Dad's reaching pretty hard. <laughs> um, so, I think... God damn. I think this game's done. Yeah. I think they've delivered on yep. this one promise. I don't hate the suit. No, the suit's okay. See, I do. I hate how it looks. It just... I don't know. The, the benchmark for me is... Sam Raimi trilogy Spider-Man suit. If it doesn't look anywhere near that, it's it's trash. Well, you're wrong because the yeah, correct answer is Steve Ditko's original comic suit. Yeah, Miles Morales suit's pretty good too. Uh, you know what's not pretty good? Uh, Avengers. 
<laughs> We've established that. But it's time to talk about another game that oh, uh, is giving God. Avengers a run for its money and giving Cyberpunk a run for its money. Oof. That's right, everyone. I'm talking about Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. So it's bad. How bad, I hear you think? Well, on Metacritic, it's got 0.5 out of 10. <laughs> Point like not a number point five like just a point zero five. Zero point point five out of ten on that's, Metacritic. That's pretty bad. So, I'll go through some understandable uh, alterations of the trilogy that uh, that people are upset with, and I can understand these ones as to why they were taken out. Some cheat codes have been removed. Players had plenty of fun with cheat codes in the original game, from adding infinite health to netting a bankload of cash, and even tanks falling from the skies. A uh, quote from Rockstar producer Rich Rosado said, we actually had to remove a couple of technical reasons. Certain thing, uh, We had to remove them for technical reasons. Certain things didn't play well in the Unreal base. Which, you know, it's fair enough. If some cheats are causing bugs, then yep, okay, completely understand it. Uh, and some iconic songs were removed due to licensing issues. So when you've got like Michael Jackson's Billie Jean or NWA's uh, Express Yourself or Killing in the Name, uh, by Rage Against the Machine, yep, I can understand that people may not want to, um, well, Rockstar may not want to pay the exuberant amount of money to get that licensing. Rockstar, known poor developer. <laughs> oh, we don't want to pay the money. Um, With fuck the off. billions we make per year thanks to GTA 5 Online. So dumb. Well, if you're angry at that, strap in, baby, because I'm about to feed you the angry pill. Oh, yeah. Um, you've got some clips here that you've sent me in here. Oh yeah, th let's bring some up and, and get our thoughts on that. So right, the well, issues. Let's look at this first one. Uh, the issues to stem from the cartoony look of the remaster um, has given many of the characters uh, an uncanny valley type vibe, uh, while others have uh, really disproportionate proportions. Um, oh, what the heck happened there? So he hit an invisible wall there. Huh. <laughs> Which is what happens in a full price game. Yeah, I remember that from San Andreas back uh, in the day. Whoa! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, so for those of you watching, uh, listening to the podcast, we're just watching some footage of a car just crashing into nothing. And other cars flying over that nothing. Um, players have also pointed out the lack of flog. Uh, flog? Flog. Yeah, well. You flog. <laughs> lack of fog and increased draw distance has become a detriment to the experiment uh, experience as it no longer oh, hides... Oh, no, experiment was correct. <laughs> yeah, it's an experiment. How small the maps are or shrouds the poor quality textures from a distance. Uh, upscaling tech used... Uh, upscaling tech use has destroyed many of the sign gags from the original. So basically what they God, use is an look A... Uh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh my God. I want to throw up. This is a full price game. It looks like someone trying to play Fortnite on their first, like, first generation iPhone. <laughs> uh, That's bad. So... Well, what they used in order to uh, upscale and up-res a lot of the signs and everything, they just used a, an algorithm that went through and, and automatically upscaled it. But in doing so, it's taken away a lot of the puns that we got and a lot of the sight gags we got from those signs, which, you know, uh, GTA is pretty much known for. Uh, Brandon, if you can bring up a couple of the examples here uh, so we can see Shaft Hot Dogs. The real taste, a real, uh, what was it? The taste of a real man's heat is the new one. Yeah, a taste of a real man's meat was the, the uh, original, original one. Is better. But yeah, now it's a taste of the real man's heat. Can I just say... They've clearly made a new sign. Why does it look so shit? No, this is the thing. This They haven't made a new sign. They've used an algorithm to automatically up-res all those signs, and it's got lost in yeah. the translation. It's an AI oh bit of software that's done God, it all and upscaled it all. That's so bad. And no one's bothered checking it because, you know, it's not a full-price game. Oh, wait, yes, it is. Uh, there was another one there as well, Braden, I think, next to it. Oh, do I which... want to look? Is this the guitar one? This is the air guitar one. The famous air guitar sign. The, the music shop selling air guitars. <laughs> uh, so the algorithm's gone in, done its thing, upscaled it, up-resed it, and fixed some errors. Like, now you can get AR guitars from $199. Or Tenerifia. <laughs> Or guitar hank booths available. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guitar hank booths bit used to say guitar wank. I'm not sure. So yeah, the uh, it's just destroyed all those little gags that were, that were in there. Far out. Uh, there's been some accusations online. I can't imagine. Uh, I'll, I'll just read out a few, see if you agree with these. 
they say that this uh, definitive edition is actually based on the mobile ports of the game. So there we can see there the lack of fog. So you can actually see how small the, the playing area actually is. The lack of fog is terrible. But this is what a lot of old, those old generation games suffer from. I spoke about it last time with the Nintendo Online. Yeah. The, uh, Ocarina of Time. They've got rid of the fog and it's all crisp and clear. Yeah. And you can see everything. You can actually see how small everything is. Like, all right. Games like Turok 64 where you make fun of the fog because it, it hid the rendering and the loading. Mm. Um, but that was an extreme case. Here, it's clearly there as an artistic direction in order to you know, make you think that the world is actually bigger than what you're living in. Yeah. And they've just got rid of it and it looks awful. I remember playing San Andreas back in the day on the PS2 and it felt massive. Yep. And now I look at this photo and I go, that's tiny mm. and terrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate mm -hmm. it so much. Uh, so yeah, they, they think it's based on the mobile ports of the games. So they think they've just up the mobile ports. Uh, which would explain the cartoony graphics and the fact that a lot of the NPCs look a lot different than what they did. Uh, that issues were identified during development and those issues were ignored. Uh, they've been uh, hitting out with DMCA strikes issued to community mods. They've delisted the originals from Steam. Oh, Jesus, Ben. This photo's going to get us banned off Twitch. I know, right? Uh, no gameplay released prior to launch, which we... Uh, well, what game had that? <laughs> What, um, what game didn't... Pretty didn't, sure Cyber Cyberpunk! Got PC codes yeah, only to show yeah, off the fact that, right. hey, look guys, it's not a broken piece of... Not yeah. only that, they got it like a day before mm. release date. Yeah. Um, yeah, no review codes were issued, and we just saw the horrible, horrible one there. <laughs> and then, of course, there's there's more glitches. So there we can see uh, someone falling through the pavement. Oh, no, CJ! All gone. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> and he just landed on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh. Oh, yeah, you uh, teabagged that cement. Uh, and now another character's had his legs fall into cement. A police car here just driving through a wall and falling off the edge of the map. Uh, these are all glitches. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's a dislocation and a half. Yeah, so your character's been just warped. Uh, cars blowing up. Uh, buildings disappearing. All these things are just... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and the rain. Look at the rain. Oh my god, that rain is atrocious. It's just white lines falling from the sky, oh, and that's right. rain. This game, like, well, it's it's not even an excuse for a game. It's just horrendous. And what's more is uh, I've seen footage of people asking for a refund, like going yeah. to the Rockstar help thing and asking for a refund. Go, oh, we're willing to help you whatever way you can. There will be patches coming. Don't worry. And the guy's gone. No, I I don't want patches. What? I want my money back. Yeah. You haven't finished a game here. Yeah. Uh, absolute travesty, and this game is awful. And I, I just want to point out, all these glitches that we're seeing now and everything we've looked at now with all those glitches, they've all been on <laughs> PS4 or PS5. The Switch version is even worse. That's even, even worse. worse. That's terrible. That's so bad. <sighs> I think, oh, that's that's tired me out. That's shockingly bad. Well, I'm glad you're tired out because it's time to look back on something that's not tiring at all. <laughs> wow, this is, this is just cyberpunk. This is just day one release cyberpunk. Sorry for people listening to the podcast. We're just watching a uh, car break dancing and then blowing up for no reason. Oh. Hey, now you're a rock star. Get the game out. Get paid. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It makes me so sad. Oh, oh my Do you God. know what makes me so sad? Me. No, no, you're a bundle of joy. Oh, um, the uh, the thing that makes me really sad is that the PlayStation 3 is 15 years old this week. Which means PlayStation 3 is now officially considered retro. Wow. If you're a feeble old man, clap your hands. Uh, <laughs> Anto? Yes. Uh, just to clarify, um, I'm kind of old. But I'm only old because I have a back problem. <laughs> anyway. Uh, PlayStation 3's retro? Yes. Um, Tell us all about this wonderful retro system. Uh, well, where do I start? Probably the beginning, right? At first, there was nothing. At first, there was nothing. So we think. But there's actually actual other evidence which suggests that there was something. And, and we then came out of that something. There was a huge black monolith known as the PlayStation 2. And the success of a PlayStation 2 brought us to what's probably one of the worst launches of a console in history. Hell yes it was. Um, Sony, uh, I'm floppy is 
going to get the credit for this little segment because he's done all the research and stuff. Credit. So if anything's wrong, it's Floppy's fault, not Anto's. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm going off what I'm what I'm reading in front of me, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, but yeah, um, Sony were probably feeling, you know, pretty chuffed with themselves. They had a very, very successful previous generation system. Um, oh, please show Giant Enemy Crab. If you've got that queued up, Braden, I'm going to oh, die laughing. Bet I do. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they released the PlayStation 3 to the resounding sort of boos and cries and whys because it launched in, you know, probably a weird position. The 360 had just come out. It was around $650 here. Um, the PS3 launched at, where is it? $999.95 in Australia. Get a second job. Yeah. Um, you know, like, people meme the 599 US dollars bit. 999 Australian dollars is ridiculous. Um, benefits of a system. Um, when it launched initially, it had, uh, HDMI, optical cables, supported AV, uh, had several USB ports, supported up to eight players, so eight wireless connections at once. Um, weirdly enough, the DualShock controller wasn't part of the initial launch um they branded the controller as the six axis because they you know did not nintendo and chucked a bunch of motion control technology in at the last second which didn't work very well in most play uh, cases um they also had for some reason all sorts of different storage medium capabilities so they had like an sd card reader um the magic gate memory stick reader uh, so you could plug in, you know, your PSP save files and all that sort of stuff. Um, it but, actually had a PS2 in yep, it. It had basically the guts of a PlayStation 2 inside, and that was what forced it to be able to do PS2 and PS1 backwards compatibility. But the biggest, I guess, draw of the system was the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony majorly involved in patenting slash creating Blu-ray as a format. So they chucked that in there, and it made it the cheapest one on the market at the time. Um, but yeah, it was... Which is saying something. Yeah, it's a thousand bucks saying something. Um, other than that, it had uh, free online, which, you know, Xbox Live was a thing. It was a paid thing from its inception. So that was a plus, I guess. Not till later, but yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just... You've seen some of the clips. Giant Enemy Crab was there. It was memed to hell and back even before the launch. Um... It had, initially, a controller that was designed to look like a boomerang, which is kind of maybe appropriate or not here. Um, it was a giant silver banana-looking thing. Um, that was panned so hard they a went banana cool. ring. <laughs> banana ring. That's what it was. Yeah. Ranger thing. There I, it is. Yeah, there we go. Um, that was ridiculed super hard, so they immediately pivoted and went back to the DualShock design without the rumble. Um... It was super hard to design. Hands would cramp up so hard. Yeah, they would. That. The only benefit to well, that original design was, was you just, could throw it at someone. I was just looking at it then. Like, let's let's be real here. How are your thumbs meant to get from like this is where your hand ends? Yep. yep. And your thumbs got to get all the way over to here. If you want to hit the start button, you got to like rent out yep. a nearby apartment, or put one of those little mini hand things on your nose and headbutt <laughs> the thing, smash the thing. Yeah. Um, Did they ever get released or it was just a prototype? It was very much just a prototype. They do exist. Um, They do? I've seen an eBay listing for one twice in my life. Wow. Um, Okay. They go for stupid money. And were they just part of the uh, dev kits or? They weren't even part of a dev kit. So they got... That's hideous. Look at the buttons falling off the back there. Yuck. They're not... Like, I want to hold one just to see how bad it is. But I'm not willing to spend, at the time... Uh, I think it was close to £1,600. And I think if the conversion's right, that's like $3,300 here. Also, just look at how high up it is. Like, your hand's only going to be touching, like, to here. That's going to be digging into your wrist. And then you've got all this space down here just hanging out the bottom of your hands. It's Uh, bad. Did it have gyroscopes at all? It had the six-axis stuff in as well. Uh, It did have the motion stuff in, I think. Jesus. Um, But yeah, as soon as... People were like, oh, it's oh dumb. <laughs> God, I just it. saw the back of it. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No, this can't be real. Do it, Brad. This Show can't us. be real. Shot. Look at those triggers. 
That's so bad. Wow, they're almost like scuff um, triggers. On they the look back. like paddles almost, but yeah. I can't tell because it's a very poor quality. Uh, wow, what an awful piece of crap. All right. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and along with bad controller design, uh, it was really hard to develop games for. Um, mostly due in part to the system infrastructure and the processor they used, which was a custom designed chip called the cell processor. Um, for the time, super crazy, mega powerful. Um, so much so that the US Navy linked up something like, I think it was 150 or 200 consoles to yep. use as a supercomputer to run, you know, army and military software and stuff off of it. So, you know, COD, Medal of Honor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They had to have their recruitment programs up and going. Yeah, exactly. They didn't have Twitch back in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a complex system to develop for. Um, which is why a lot of ports for the system are just not as good. Um, I think the prime example I can think of was uh, Bayonetta. Very poorly optimized for PS3, ran like garbage, controls sucked. It's just, yeah, it wasn't a good time. Um, launch titles, actually probably one of the stronger lineups um, compared to PS4 and PS5. You had uh, Blast Factor. Call of Duty 3, Genji, Days of a Blade, famous for real-time weapon change. Uh, Madden NFL 07, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which, again, you know, not bad. Uh, personal favorite of mine, Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire. NBA 07, or 2K7, I don't know. Uh, Need for Speed Carbon, Resistance Fall of Man, which has become a cult classic, and I'm pretty sure that was developed by the guys who did, was it Ratchet and Clank and Spyro? Insomniac. Yeah. Maybe. Can't remember. Braden? Which one was that? Um, what's it called? Resistance Fall of Man. Oh, Resistance is, um, yeah, Resistance is Insomniac. Yeah. So, you know, that got pretty famous. It had a pretty big fan base behind it when it launched and got two sequels, did very well for Sony. Um, anywho, Ridge Racer 7. Ridge Racer. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. You can use your PSP as a rearview mirror. I remember Ridge Racer in the arcade. <laughs> it was a better time when we had, remember arcades, man, arcades yeah, were great. I miss arcades. There's anyway. like a claw game arcade in Rundle Moor now, but it's boring. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Tony Hawk's Project 8 also came out. Tiger Woods PGA Tour 07 and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. So, you know, not too terrible. Um, it sold 4 to 5 million units roughly in the first year, which was still massively behind 360. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wii was just outselling and eclipsing everything because which... it was just such a... Weren't when, when they like a week apart with their launch? Yeah, it really wasn't long before yeah. they switched over and... You know, I think Nintendo launched beforehand. Yeah, I think a week before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, after the first year, they basically made some decisions, took away PS2 backwards compatibility, released some extra models to cut costs and get more systems into the hands of consumers. Now, I will say this about backwards compatibility. Yes. Um, what's his name? Head of Sony. Uh, at the time, would have been... No, the current American head of Sony. What's his oh. name? Braden? I forgot his name. Yep. Ken Bobble? I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's gone on record saying that, yeah, a lot of people say they want backwards com- um, compatibility, but no one actually plays any backwards compatible games. Yeah. And I think that's a completely fair call. Like, Xbox has gone all in and said, yeah, we're making it completely backwards compatible because if you buy a game once, you should be able to play that. Yeah. Uh, whereas Sony has said, well, no, it's a huge cost that no one actually uh, takes advantage of, so we're not going to do it. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, and it's, it's worked out for them so far as well with PS4 and PS5. Like, you know, PS5 obviously has... PS4, but mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they added a 40 and 80 gigabyte version because the original model only released in a 60 uh, gigabyte configuration. Um, controller eventually got the DualShock Rumble features back. Um, they managed to figure out the, I guess, legalese of dealing with the person who designed Ah, yes, that. legalese. Yeah, My legalese. favorite of all the languages. Yes, it's <laughs> great. Um and yeah, they just started pumping out really, really solid video games. Like Duke um, Nukem Forever. Duke the most solid and Bad celebrated timing. game terrible ever. Terrible timing. <laughs> yeah, terrible timing. But um, you had things like Uncharted, um, Drake's Fortune, the first one. Probably my favorite. Um, you saw Ratchet & Clank, Tools of Destruction come out. The user interface was changed a year after the initial launch um, to the sort of more popular condensed version of the cross-media bar. Um commercials they actually made some that made sense compared to the launch ones which were creepy horrifying and featured weird dolls and babies staring into the camera um 
Yeah, just terrifying. Like, I don't like dolls Well, or I mean, children. Nintendo tried this with the GameCube, the generation beforehand. Those sort of yeah. weird and wacky commercials to make you... what? Remember, like, the alien girl who had square eyes? Yes. Like, that sort of stuff where you just sort of go, what? What is... What? And it, it grabs your attention. And it just seemed to be, like, the early 2000s. That was the way to, yeah. to get attention. I had a feeling, or have a feeling, rather, that that ad and the Sony These Nuts PSP ad... The people behind that were on stuff. What about the fact that the PlayStation 3 font was just the font from the Spider-Man movie? That's also a very, very good point. The it initial font was the Spider-Man font. There it is. Probably to do with Sony's licensing of Spider-Man at the time. What? No. Oh, yeah. And, um, then, and then it got some great Spider-Man games, didn't it, Ben? Yeah, like... <laughs> that one. That one. Uh, speaking of good games, though, um, they started chucking exclusives just out rapid fire style um you had things like infamous killzone 2 god of war 3 um metal gear solid 4 is you know fantastic game. just fantastic fantastic experience. game um what a game it's also a really good movie it's a great game i will not hear any more bad about it it's a great i didn't say anything bad game i didn't say anything bad it's a great game but it's, it's your tone really sir your tone sir i do not appreciate that tone sir i'm just waiting for you to karate kick me one day and see what happens oh i won't need to <laughs> Solid Snake will come back and get you. Yeah. You heard. Keep going. <laughs> um, running yeah. very late. We're not running late. Yeah, we are. Very late. Uh, 2009. Um, you also saw the release of the PlayStation 3 Slim. Um, came out in better configurations hard drive-wise. So with the rise of DLC, people needed more space. So we had a 120, 250, and 320 gigabyte version of the Slim model. Um, had better power consumption. Was quieter. My original... PlayStation 3 sounded like a jet engine even in the middle of winter in the UK. Um, ah, yes, the famous jet engine place. And the 120 gigabyte model launched at $400, which is a huge drop from 1000 bucks. You know, like, that's just... You don't need a second job for that. No. Um, in 2010, we saw the launch of PlayStation Plus. So, you know, you sign up, pay for, a, I guess, a better online experience. You get free games every month for, at the time, the PS3... PSP? Uh, Vita, wasn't it? PSP and then... Uh, actually, yeah, no, it was the Vita. Yeah. So yeah, PS3, PS Vita, I stand corrected. Um, and then, obviously, that's rolled over onto PS4 and 5 now. Um, the PSN hack famously happened in 2011. So oh. Oh, hundreds of thousands of people's Classic. credit card details, address, names, all that sort of stuff leaked all over the world. And Sony basically shut down PlayStation Network. You could play games online. You couldn't use anything else. Oh, yep. the yeah, the, the outage. Oh, my God. It was yep. the, the great Sony PlayStation Network outage of 2011. Um, I, I want to give a special shout out to, at this time, I was an avid listener of IGN's Podcast Beyond with uh, Greg Miller and um, Colin Moriarty and uh, occasionally Andrew Goldfarb and some other people. Uh, I remember they had like a... like a really really weird time during the outage and would make it like very like post-apocalyptic it was very <laughs> funny um man oh my god i mean so much nostalgia for that yeah it was a weird time um they did eventually once it was restored and once they hired private security firms to come in and make sure things were good um they did like Crazy a rewards they program do that to start off yeah with. I mean, you'd think a company as big as sony would do that no nah, no need who's um, going to attack sony no yeah, way. everyone loves sony Looking at you, Xbox. Um, yeah, no. When uh, PlayStation Network was restored, they basically gave like a welcome or a gift pack to people who'd been subscribed for a certain period of time. So if you had been subscribed basically from PS Plus's launch, um, they gave you something like 100... Uh, in the UK, it was £100 worth of software for nothing. You could just download it, keep it done. You didn't need PlayStation Plus. It was just there. Um, they then announced PlayStation Move, which was basically PS Wii. Um... PS Wii. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it rhymes with PS3. Yeah, exactly. PS Wii. Really? I thought it was because it, it was shit. And oh. Shit comes with Wii. Traditionally. Oh, we should ask Floppy. No, well, no, that's to both. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Move. Got announced. Had a few interesting titles, but then was abandoned until PSVR sort of picked up steam. The best thing about PlayStation Move was the fact that people bought it, thought it was crap, sold it. Um, and then those of us who realized that those move controllers will be used in VR bought them for $7 each at local yep. pawn shops and then sold them for a lot of money. P-O-W-N, not P-O-R-N, just for clarification. No. Good one. Good, good one. <laughs> no, the first one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Did you see those glowing knobs? <laughs> that way you know where to put it. 
What? <laughs> Come on. I've just lost. What are you talking about now? I'm talking about penises. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> With glowing knobs. Um... Yeah, after PS Move was abandoned, the PS Vita was showcased, had some functionality with PS3, basically next to nothing. You couldn't do much with it. Um, Last of Us came out towards the end of its life cycle, sold 1.3 million copies, got Game of the Year, um, and then the Super Slim came out, which was 299 bucks. Had a 12 gig variant, which was the 299 option, and then a $399 version, which had a 500 gigabyte hard drive, which was the biggest size available at retail. Um, it surpassed the 360s uh, units sold in 2013 and effectively won the generation, I guess. I can't believe that. I th- honestly thought the 360 won because they had such a huge lead. Yeah, what a comeback. And it was crazy. Like, Had the 360 not suffered from the Red Ring of Death, I think it would have gone on to win that mm-hmm. gen, but they just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, it just, their attention to, like, the attention they paid to releasing exclusive games, making sure their service was up to par, PS Plus was a massive thing. Um, yeah, it just, it worked for them compared to the 360 and Connect, which famously didn't do very well. No. Um, yeah. I've right. got a few stories about my PS3 experience and why I got one. But... Alright, give it to us very, very quickly, because we are running very, very late. I Go. got one because Final Fantasy Thirteen sucked on 360 and looked way nicer on PS3. Yeah, good reason. Brayden, you got any <laughs> PS3 stories? Um, uh, no, nah, I just uh, I loved it. Uh, there was my formative years. Um, it was it was a good time for me. I never had one until I was given one, in which I promptly sold. The actually, end. Actually, I do have a very 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 quick story. Oh yes. Um, my mum used to be a Sony rep for Sony I've heard Music. This story. And um, I can't believe you kept this from us. And yeah. so I didn't even know this till now. So she was a Sony rep, and uh, so for Sony Music though. But um, in the lead up to the PS3, um, you know, w- was getting like marketing materials and stuff. Um, I got a PSP for free back in the day and like played, you know, like. So it was a PS3. Daxter on it or whatever. Um, and some of the other like Ratchet and Clank size matters and stuff like that. And then uh, just before the PS3 launched, my mum left and got a different job. Selfish. Uh, but we have been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. I have been Ben Rosenthal and will continue to be Ben Rosenthal until the FBI finds those tapes, in which case I'll be Senor Rosenhill. Hello, I'm Senor Rosenhill. I'm from Ye Olde, Mexico, where we all have moustaches. Yeah. Anto. Hello, I've been Anthony, or Anto as most people know me. Who are you going to be when uh, the FBI comes for you? Uh, well, I mean, if the FBI comes for me, I probably won't be anyone. Um, no? I'd imagine they'll erase my existence and I'll be... They have been known to... Somewhere. No, it's the CIA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, CIA, CIA is probably more relevant. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I do stuff and things. I uh, play video games, but I also am in charge of social media for all of us. Um, you can find us on Instagram... Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Is oh, it really? Just the four? I can't remember. Oh, I should Instagram. probably know this. Hey, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about it. But yeah, uh, the main ones that I deal with: are Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So you'll see us post uh, little random updates, news, rumors, reveals, that sort of thing. Um, oh, Facebook, that evil democracy yeah, destroying marketplace. Meta. Um, yeah, the only other thing I want to shout out this week is tomorrow I will be starting a weekly Pokemon stream. Mm. Uh, so I will be doing a Nuzlocke or Nuzlocke run of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond starting tomorrow at 6pm. That is tomorrow. And for anyone who's not listening to this on the day, um, go back to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. Check it out there. We'll also put the VODs up over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash hack the dino for you to check up afterwards. Be sure to drop a like, subscribe, all those other YouTube type things. Anyone who comes to watch gets to name my Pokemon. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> jump in and, and name one. Do it. Uh, Brayden. Hello, hello. How are you? What? Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Do, 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 do. Wow, that I, I, Cat Empire <laughs> hate hello. playing that song. They hate hello. playing that song. Do you know why? Because it's trash. It's, it's one of their worst songs. It's a bad it's song. It's their one that blew up. Don't know it's why. Trash. Oh, bless. If you want more uh, music trivia, uh, you're not going to find it here. Uh, Millennial Movie Talk is a podcast I do with some of my friends. Uh, we recently saw Eternals, and they went and saw the new James Bond. What did you think of Eternals, Braden? Um, I haven't seen it twice. I liked it, but it's got issues. What are those um, issues? Are the issues that it's a bad film? Uh, well, there are, there are some issues. It's a bad um, film. There's, it's beautiful. It looks great. 
Yeah. I saw it as well with Jazz. Like she really wanted to see it. I could give or take it because being a, a comic book reader for many, many years, I was aware of the Eternals and was aware that they were a bunch of boring characters who no one really cares about. Mm. Um, but you know, Marvel, Marvel's done some stuff to, you know, try and make him more interesting. Uh, this time around, they got uh, someone who's pretty devoid of charisma to play the lead role. Uh, and as such, the romantic force that was driving the plot forward w- was just not there. <laughs> yes, it is It is better than Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? Um, oh, I mean, Black Widow is just a testament to the fact that it should have come out five years ago. Yep. Like, it would have been, it would have been great five years ago. Yeah. The only thing pulling it through was Florence Pugh as her sister. Do you know what they really missed the boat on with Black Widow? Black Widow. Black Widow. Uh, so, uh, Red Guardian. Is that his name? Yep. He was going on about how he beat Captain America, how mm. he beat Captain America, and people going, oh, yeah, sure you did. You never beat him. You never beat him. Surely they should have got Taskmaster to fight him using Captain America's moves they yeah, as his final payoff. should have. Yeah. Like, surely, doesn't that make even, logical sense? They even got to fight each other a tiny yeah. bit, and they just did nothing with it. Yeah. Um, also, and then, like, the... Like, they could have brought in the fact that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we get to see that there's been this other guy who was Captain America for a little bit back in the day, yep. and they kept it hush-hush. So it makes sense for why he was fighting a Captain America, even though Captain America was still in the ice, because he was actually fighting the black Captain America, who... Isaiah Bradley. No, so Isaiah Bradley was a test subject before they gave it to Chris Evans, or, or Steve Rogers. No, no, Chris Evans. Oh, yeah, sure. Same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, r- ridiculous. Yep. But uh, Eternals, don't bother. Yeah. Uh, they if say, oh, Eternals will return. They won't return. If you, Oh, not in their own movie. No. No, not in the own movie at all. No. But um, if you want to hear us talk about um, the spoilers of both Eternals and the new James Bond, uh, which turns out there's a lot, um, you can go find that there. And uh, we also chatted, what was, the, what was the most recent thing that we talked about on there? Oh, we talked about Scarface because none of us had ever seen it. So that was our classic oh. call out. Um, what'd you think of that? And then, uh, it was, it was good. I'm never going to watch it again. It's, it's very, <laughs> just a lot. Overt. Yeah. It's, um, I think Alex described it as the godfather for people who don't like cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Which is. That's a pretty good description. That's right. It's a pretty good box quote. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pay that to him. It was really good. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's been a, it's been a fun show. Um, so you can go check it out. It's a, it's good fun. Millennial Movie Talk. And you can see stuff that I do uh, on Instagram as well, but I haven't done much because, uh, well, quite frankly, it's getting to the busy time of work and I need to work when I'm at work and not go on social media. Yeah, life, you know, life, life uh, gets finds in the a way. way to stop me from posting stupid art over <laughs> on Bad Game Arts. Hey. Uh, so you haven't been there recently. That's okay. I, I haven't updated much anything. I've started using the, uh, we were, su- we we're given the suggestion to start putting little short videos up. So I've done some of them on Bad Game Arts as well. You can find us over at Instagram, at Bad Game Arts. Um, some of the classic covers there, such as Bad Cat. He's, he's a bad cat. You know he's a bad cat because he's standing there with a bandana and a denim jacket and glasses. He looks like Max Scoville. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, look, what are, what are some of the bad things that Bad Cat's doing, Braden? Uh, it appears that he is... I don't even know what that first one is. This one, he's... Standing next to a dumpster. Ooh. On this one, it looks like he's jumping up and down. Such a bad cat. And then it looks like there's he's on a balloon, maybe. But he oh. looks scared in that one. So I don't what know bad why, cat. why he's a bad cat in that one. He's just a and bad cat. I can't tell what this spray can says. But it looks like it says something. Ack. And then Ray. Ack Ray. I don't know. It could be just black paint. Black oh, gray. Uh, oh. something. I can't really see it from here behind the black record. spray, maybe? Yeah, black yeah. spray. Even though yellow is the predominant uh, color that he's graffitied on the and wall. And this this rat down here looks like he's just concerned for the bad cat because he's not getting a good education. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is that a lighter in Bad Cat's hand? Uh it, it looks no, like it, a zippo. It, no, it looks like a Twinkie. Oh, okay. Whoa, bad cat. Bad cat. Bad cat. Cats can't have twinkies. Bad you, you shouldn't eat that bad cat. What else he's, we got there? He's also got um he's he's got a bracelet made up of those little magnetic beads you'd play with as a kid. <laughs> oh, bad cat! He's the baddest cat. Oh man, that's he terrible. might even ride a skateboard on the sidewalk. That's so bad. <laughs> so head on over to at Bad Game Arts if you want to see more of Bad Cat or any of the other horrible, disgusting, and hilarious. We're not going to look at Sword Butt Guy again, are we? Bad Game Art. No, there's there's more than enough Sword Butt. 
on this thing. Oh, there's a sword butt. Yeah, there's sword butt guy. There's me talking about uh, all the things that sword butt guy does, like hold a sword in his butt cheeks. Isn't that fun? Anyway, you can be sure to check us out on hackthedino.com where you can listen to our podcast, you can subscribe to us on a podcast, and you can also leave us a review. A five-star review and a little comment helps us uh, beat the algorithm into a bloody pulp and then um, take it home and store it in our fridge for a while until the smell slowly starts to go away. And then we can grind it up and make sausage. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how the sausage is made. I'm starting to understand why you're concerned the FBI are going to take you away. Oh, no, they know. They're they're good sausage makers. Uh, But be sure, hackthedino.com, twitch.tv backslash hackthedino, or youtube.com backslash hackthedino. Braden, do you have any last words for our friends and family? Thanks. For your butts.